we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Model X, pretty little. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Wake up. You guys really are like the hip-hop early morning, late night talk show. Breakfast Club is the most powerful, popular, urban radio show in America. Live from the Black Mothership in New York City, it's DJ Envy and Charlemagne the God. It's different, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all know what y'all talking about. Thank you, y'all be blessed, I love y'all. Collectively known as Breakfast Club, bitches! So I'm always nervous when I do the Breakfast Club because sometimes you say stuff and it's just gonna get you in trouble. Everybody wake it up! This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is George. Hey, George. Hey. Get it off your chest. How are you guys doing? Good. Hey, Thank you. Hey, I just want to say I listen to you guys almost every morning going to work. I love it. You guys like get my day going, my morning going. I just wanted to say that. And I want to give a shout out to my boss, Terrence Brooks. He's the man. 
Okay. That's what's up. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Hello, who's this? Uh, morning, DJ Envy. Morning, Jess. Uh, hey. What up, bro? Hey, I got a question, man. When y'all gonna go ahead uh, and hire uh, Jess as y'all uh, third co-host? Jess be too busy As soon as she get time? Yeah. Keep, ex- oh, man, Keep really? asking them. It's okay. Keep asking them. <laughs> <laughs> mm, they're coming. They're they no, another response. No, no offense to the other co-host, but you know what I'm saying? She, right. she brings a different energy to the, uh, to the show. You Thank think so? You. Yeah, oh yeah, most definitely. I, I, I'm concerned that she can't keep up these outfits. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. She... <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one that come up here like this. First of all, don't play with me. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. She, exactly. I think she'd get tired of dressing up uh, this early in the morning. No, every I morning. make them look. They in here looking good. I make them dress up. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Hey, well, I think I think y'all need to go ahead and just go ahead and sign her and just do whatever you need to do to get her there every day. Just be too busy. Like next week, Jess, Jess is in Detroit all week. We'll see what God got planned. I am, in, but I'm only in Detroit because somebody else going to be up here. So, yeah. <laughs> we'll, see what, we'll see what God got planned. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Shatima with a T. Okay, Shatima with a T. Get it off your chest, mama. Hi, I don't have anything to get off my chest, but I just wanted to call and wish my daughter a happy 21st birthday. Hey. I am so proud of her. She's a senior at the University of Delaware, and she's doing her thing. There you okay. go. University Salute of to Delaware. Her. Salute to her for surviving Delaware. Oh, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Del- University of Delaware. She's a senior. Her name is Janaya Hodge. Peace, Janaya Hodge. Peace, Janaya. Hope she go out there and do great things in this world. Absolutely. I can't believe I got through. This is, in all these years, this is the only time I got through. So you know it's a prayer from God for my daughter. There you go. Have a good one. All right. Man. Thank y'all for taking the call. All right. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up? It's Lowe's from Chi-Town. Lowe's, what up? Get it off your chest. Yo, I just want to say thank you to both you guys, man, Charlamagne and Envy, man. I read both y'all books. Oh, I thank you, I actually got to sign my book in Atlanta. Dope, dope. The podcast uh, festival he had. Thank you, brother. I got, I'm working yeah, on I, I'm working on the third one right now. Yo, I'm buying it. I'm buying it. Yeah, yo, both your books did me some good with my marriage, man. Dope. Y'all, y'all really changed my life with those two books, man. So big word up. Yeah, me and the wife just finished the second book. We 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 talking about raising our kids. You know, we got six kids. One is twenty two. The youngest is two. So it's real life, real family. But we just talking about you know the different ages and how we raise our kids, brother. Well, thank you, Los. We, we appreciate you, brother. Yeah, no problem, man. Blessed Brown and highly favored. There you go. All right, well, well, I'm black, but same to these. I, I respect your color. Yeah, yeah. You're you. Hello, who's this? What's up, DJ Envy? This Frank P from Yorktown, Ohio, man. What up, Frank? Get it off your chest, brother. Man, I want to talk about the T.I. and his son situation, man. I keep can't people talk about that. I just want to say, man, I don't care how old I get. If any of my kids ever disrespect me or try to raise their hand, I'm going to put them down right there. Especially your son. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's crazy, man. I don't even know why people fix their mouth and say T.I. tripping or messing up their family or embarrassing them. Come on, man. That's crazy. Yeah, man. there's probably people saying that who ain't got no kids, uh, especially sons, because yeah, exactly. the reality is... You know, we've all got buck on our fathers at one point. Yeah, we've all another. tested our dad. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's just, and man, I don't know. People just be like to talk, man. I don't know what's going on with this world, but I promise you, any of my kids raise their hands at me or their mama, I'm putting them down right there where they at. I didn't hear nobody talking bad about T.I. Yeah, but, I nobody yeah, say, but I didn't hear nobody say T.I. was wrong mm-hmm. for what he, how he handled that no, situation. I've seen a couple comments saying, like, nah. you know, um, he embarrassing his family or why he messing with his son like that. I just wanted to put that out there, man. man. These little dudes need to relax, man. These streets ain't what it is, for real. Also, you know what's so interesting? I didn't really get buckled with my dad, you know, uh, physically, because my dad showed me that power early. My yeah. dad let me know. 
My dad let me know it wasn't a game early, early. You don't yeah. even think about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, nah, I did the stay. I think I had an attitude with my dad one time. He said something I had an attitude. Punch me dead in my chest. That was the, the last time That's ever. That's it. You felt that, that was it. That's just crazy. Yeah, last time ever. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. It's a new day. This is your time to get it off your chest. Wake, wake, wake up. Whether you're mad or blessed. It's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hey, Mike, what's up? Well, uh, this is Uber Mike. Breakfast Club, good morning to y'all. Uber Mike, what's up? Get it off your chest, brother. I got 
How y'all doing? First, I wanted to say I want to thank y'all for 14 years of hard service. You guys have inspired me to start a podcast, an Uber driver. It's called More Than Just a Driver on Spotify. That'd be dope. It'd be dope if you could actually do the interview in the car with people. Yes, it would. It would be dope. I refuse. While he's driving around, he's talking to people, and the camera's filming him while he's driving around. That'd be dope. I don't want to inspire people in that way. Why? I want to inspire you to go to therapy. You know what I'm saying? I want to inspire you to you know do some things, but not start a podcast. There's a lot of stories out here, Charlamagne. I have up, we have up to forty thousand rides, man. So we got stuff to talk about. So it's like taxi cab confessions. I love it. No, so it's everything. It's stories, what people have gone through. It's a whole bunch of things, man. <laughs> we got literally the eyes and ears yes. of the streets. Are you making these people sign waivers that they agree? No, to no, be on no. Camera? We're not interviewing people. We're talking to insurance agents. The, the ports, you know, the ports have had the insurance when you're driving. A whole bunch of things that people are missing, and then uh, your ratings as a passenger. Why sometimes it takes you a long time to get a ride? All of those things. Yeah, but are you making these people sign waivers? Are they allowing you? I'm to not eat? interviewing people. I mean, I'm, I'm not interviewing people. I'm confused. We're having we're just you you're confused. Yeah. So what are you doing if you're not interviewing people? Oh, uh, we're talking about like insurance. We're talking about what drivers go through. You know, what drive. What so he's not calling do, an interview. He's calling uh, a conversation. So you are you talking? Yes. Are you are you talking to these people? Sir? Yes, yes. No, we're not talking to people, Charlemagne. We are talking to us, we, like fellow drivers. Oh, the oh, drivers are talking, talking amongst each, each other. other. Okay. Yes. Yes. And last thing, I'm, before I go, I want to wish you guys a happy holidays. Thank you, uh, sir. And then, whoever you guys make, your third person or whatever, they have to pass the slander the Breakfast Club segment. That's impossible. Is that? <laughs> How's no. that impossible, Charlemagne? I think anybody up here can slander the Breakfast Club yeah, pretty it's, easy. It's impossible. They, like, I, it's impossible. What's that? But no, I'm just saying, whoever y'all... Like, like Lauren, Lauren's like, what's that? She's ready for that. Would you like to find out, Lauren? No, I don't... Anything you smile about, <laughs> I don't want to be invited to. I don't want to do this. So we had a... a, a I trust a, you, MB. We had a top, We had a, a, a segment called Slander the Breakfast Club where people can call up and slander the Breakfast they Club. Say whatever, whatever they don't, they don't like, about, like about the Breakfast Club, they can do it. I used to do that at my old job. So they would have to call up and be able to slander you and you'd have to be able to take it. We used to call it hate mail. Okay, that's like a... Well, no. you, the way you laughed about it... That Breakfast Club audience is different. Yeah, that Breakfast Club audience I know. Okay. I, it's it happens. It's in the comments. Okay. There's dip now. They different. They're different. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. The brother Terrence Crawford. Welcome. How you feeling? Feeling great. Fight goes down July 29th. Yes. You think this is gonna be your, your toughest fight? I don't know. A lot of people ask me that every time I fight. Mm -hmm. I don't know until I get in the ring with them. How do you prepare for this fight? Do you prepare the same way or is there any different preparation for this one than any other, other fight that you've had? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Just keep doing what I've been doing and everything else will play itself out. You got to make some adjustments, though. This is this is Earl Spence we talking about. This is this ain't no just... This is the guy that you had... Picked over I did, me. I did, he I picked, did, he picked yeah, him over. I, did, I, I remember. I, I remember. 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 <laughs> yeah. remember. I remember. I, I don't. I don't forget. I got Earl. Yeah. I do got Earl. Yeah. Not because you're not great. I just think you know styles make fights. I think. I think Definitely. Earl got it. Definitely. You feel pressure going into this fight? Not at all. Not at all. This is my moment. Mm -hmm. This is my time. This is what I've been waiting for. And the world gonna see July 29th. I always talk about you know nowadays it feels like everybody wants to be undefeated, right? 
Does that put more pressure on you? Because I, I think Floyd kind of did it with his 50 and 0. But back then, you, you lose a fight, it was fine. You, you, all right, well, I'll see you in a rematch. And it was okay. It wasn't cool. But now it seems like when you lose a fight now, everybody's like, oh, it's washed. It's over. I don't think... I never felt any pressure. I put my O on the line numerous of times with whoever they put in front of me. I called out the best fighters in each division that I've ever been in. Floyd have made it kind of hard for people to take a loss and keep going because so many people want to be like Floyd and so many people was attracted to Floyd and follow Floyd's career and they felt as if you wasn't like Floyd then you wasn't that that guy you know but people lose people come back mm -hmm. styles make fights like he said mm -hmm. and things happen I never thought that a loss can define a fighter in any way shape or form yeah, because, I mean, Floyd's one of the best to ever do it, but why just look at Floyd? Why people don't look at Ali, uh, you know, Lennox Lewis, all of these great Sugar fighters Ray, yep. who have lost, Sugar Ray Lennon, like Tommy Hearns, they've all lost. Because times has changed. Mm -hmm. you know, social media have taken over. So when Tommy Hearns and Ali and all those great fighters that came before us, they didn't have to deal with the politics. They didn't have to deal with social media slandering them and... Mm -hmm doing this and doing that to impress people so right. it's kind of different you feel like you know you don't get the respect that you deserve when it comes to a lot of these fights like even with you know Charlemagne saying he thinks Errol's gonna beat you like do you feel like you're the like underdog you in a lot of this it's just boxing like, <laughs> I guess it's boxing at the end of the day don't back down like, now I'm not yeah. I got Earl. you gonna lose <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely gonna lose but do you feel like you don't get the respect that you deserve always always why is that but how how great I am I look at all the great fighters that came before me. None of them got their respect until, A, they lost or they retired. Mm. Nobody gave Floyd his respect until he retired. Then they realized how great he was. A lot of people didn't give Ali his respect. A lot of people didn't give Roy Jones his respect until they lost or they retired. Why, why the loss part? I don't know because I guess when one has lost or took in defeat to another great fighter, they feel as if this fighter is not invincible. Mm. So they can feel as if he's on a level now. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, we brought him down mm -hmm. to earth. Now we can laugh at him. Mm -hmm. Now we can praise him for all the good things that he done. Oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Earl, Earl, Earl said your record was inflated. What, what, what does that word inflated mean? Well, listen, he can say all those type of things, but when you look at who I fought mm -hmm. and who he fought and you look at what I've done to him you know it's no comparison did uh, Udis I, I think I pronounced his name right did he beat you in the amateurs your, 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 your Guinness Udis Ugas yeah Udis. yeah he, be, he beat me in the amateurs and then Earl stopped him in the, the 10th round when, when they fought so Ugas said there's no way you can beat Earl if Earl fights you the way he fought him so does it matter if he beat someone who defeated you never listen you talking about a fight that happened when I was 18 years old. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was a little kid. I was a little boy. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, that same little boy is no way, shape, form, fashion, the same little boy. You know what I mean? The grown man that I am today. Mm -hmm. When I fought Ugas, I probably had like 40 fights. Ugas probably had hundreds. Mm. Coming from Cuba and, you know, they fighting all the national, t I mean, international tournaments, national tournaments, all that. You know, uh, so he had more experience at the time. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't base him beating me at 18 on 
a professional fight. Mm -hmm. We don't have no headgear on. We're fighting with smaller gloves. We're fighting longer rounds, longer minutes in the rounds. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of things that goes into fighting an amateur fight and fighting a professional fight. So a lot of people say, oh, well, you lost to Ugis and this and that. Well, a lot of people lost to a lot of people in the amateurs and look what happened in a professional mm -hmm. ranking. A lot of people can say, oh, well, Terrence, you lost to this guy. You lost to that guy. Okay, well, all the guys that I lost to in the amateurs compare their career and professional to my career. That's yeah. real. So what, what did you learn from those losses that you were able to take in your professional career that kept you has kept you undefeated? Well... A, a lot of things. I learned how to to cope with certain styles. I learned how to capitalize on the things that I was doing wrong. So you just go back to the drawing board and fix the problem that, that you had that led you to get the loss. Mm -hmm. You got to learn from it. And I felt like I learned from all my losses. I got stronger. I got wiser. I got more experience. That led me to be the person that I am today in a professional ranking. Did you watch the fight, the fight between Spence and Ugas? Uh, of course. And what did you think about it? It was a good fight. Mm -hmm. Errol did good. Ugas did good. And uh, it was a good fight. Mm -hmm. Now that fight was what, 2021? I thought it was last year. Was it? Spence and Ugas. Maybe it was 21. Well, 21. Now he hasn't fought in, in over a year. So do you, does that give you the advantage or disadvantage? What, what, what's your thoughts on that? I don't even look at that like that. You know, um, he came off a longer layoff prior to that. Been in a car accident and mm -hmm. he came back. And he looked strong. He looked good. So I'm not banking on him not being in the ring for him to come rusty or anything. He's a professional. Mm -hmm. He know how to fight. So come fight now. He'll be ready just like I will. Mm -hmm. All right. When we come back, we got more with Terrence Crawford. His fight with Errol Spence goes down July 29th on Showtime. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Kicking it with boxing Terrence Crawford. He's fighting Errol Spence July 29th on Showtime. Charlemagne? When you say you fix fix your problems, what problems did you fix after the Gamboa fight? I don't know. Oh, you can't? Okay. I ain't giving you too much. <laughs> <laughs> what about dude from Lithuania? Do you, do, you, do you feel like that was a knockdown? No, I don't. I feel okay. as if he pushed me. As you mm -hmm. as you can see, you know, soon as the ref said fight, I stepped right to him. Mm -hmm. You know, um, he's very strong. Very strong, explosive, good fighter, technical. You know, um, that's a fight that you could say I wasn't listening to my my coaches, mm -hmm. and my corner, and I was more emotional in that fight because I felt as if I had something to prove. I went in there looking for the knockout. I didn't want to box. I didn't want to use my my skills. I just wanted to, you know, fight. That's what happens when you go in there and fight the wrong fight. What's gonna stop you from doing yeah, that this time? Do, Cause you can't do that again. Cause you want. Cause I know you want to prove you yourself. I know you want to knock him, knock Errol out. You can't. He's big. He's naturally bigger than you. He's strong. He's the big guy. He's the big bad wolf. I didn't hurt at all. He's strong. He's this. He's that. He's this. He's that. So can he get hurt? Yeah, he's a man. He's a human. Okay. Man. So what's gonna stop him from banging with me? I'm not a coacher in your corner, but I wouldn't ask. I wouldn't uh, suggest you bang with him. Why? I think I think he's trying to say he's not as powerful. What are you trying to say? Right. What are you trying to say? What are you trying to say, Sean? You trying to say he's not as powerful? I think he's as strong as Earl. <laughs> what? How you know? Say it clearly. I ain't I mean, but I'm just, just, let's be clear. Terrence Crawford is amazing. We know that. What he does. What you say? What I'm saying is, why do you view that, and how do you know? 
I don't what know. What makes you what makes you what makes you think that? Probably the size. I the, think size. the size. Yeah. I think it's I don't know if you can hurt him is what I'm saying. Okay. I've seen you hurt people before. I don't know if you can hurt somebody his size. Did he get hurt his last fight? Yes. Do you think I hit harder than his last opponent? Yes. Okay, case closed. Yeah. But you gotta get to him though. So you saying this man can't get to him? <laughs> Is that saying. what you say? Oh, I'm just saying, you got to get to him. You got to get in there to do it. Okay. Well, I w I, the the getting in there is the get between the ropes, mm -hmm. right? And we in there, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to be a great fight. So when you speak to people like that, right, what stops you from saying you're not getting emotion, be like, you know what, trying something? Because obviously there's a lot of people like Charlemagne that, that feels that's like... Not a, not, that's not... No, don't act, don't, it's not, let's not act like he's an underdog I, in this fight. He is kind of an underdog. Not the way you're talking. no. I think it's about. I think people think it could go either way. This is this. My man Red is a great boxing guy. He says you win, no problem. My barber says you win, no problem. These are the debates I've been having since the fight's been announced. Mm -hmm. But Charlemagne don't feel that way. What is it? What's so what? That is true. That is absolutely true. That is true. Have you thought about how you would deal with a loss in case it does happen? No, I don't. I don't think about the things like that. Mm -hmm. You know, my mind is just clear right now. Things happen, they happen. Mm -hmm. You know, but we preparing for the victory. That's it. Ain't no, uh, you gonna lose? Nah, we don't think. What's wrong with you? How you gonna ask, uh, have you prepared for a loss if you lose? What kind that's of? The, that's, a, that's the same question that you kind of asked with the, having the, the zero record. Like, you know, some people lose, some people don't. So if you do lose, have you thought about how you prepare for that? Nah, we don't, we don't, we don't prepare for that. Would you ever fight Yugis uh, again in the pros just to do it? For what? what? What will I be getting out of it? Right now, at this stage of my career, I'm looking for things that benefit. When I fought Ugas, he was undefeated. He was top contender, Olympian. He he had all the accolades. After I beat him, everybody was slandering him. Oh, he green machine. He did see that. He fought a guy that... Nobody knows just because you didn't know him. That don't mean that he wasn't a good fighter. Mm -hmm. Just because you don't know him, that doesn't mean that you know he deserved to be where he was because he was my mandatory. Mm -hmm. Just like when I just fought Avenidian, he was ranked number six in the division, but everybody was mad that I took that fight because things wasn't right with the Arrow Spence. And uh, my negotiation, mm -hmm. so people is mad. Can't get mad. Things didn't happen for a reason. But now we here. Everybody got the fight that they wanted. And July 29th we gonna go out there and put on a show. Right. And Earl last fight, I think I think it was against you. He 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 did he, he did get hurt a little bit, but he still stopped him in the tenth round. So you could still hurt him and still get stopped. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I look forward. I can't wait to see it, though. You going to be there? No, I'm not going to be there. Come on, man. You did all that talking years ago, and you ain't going to be there? Nope. I'm going to be watching it from home. I know how y'all guys from home, Omaha get down. How we get down? <laughs> <laughs> how we get down? All right. I want to watch the fight in peace. Come so, on, man. You know? <laughs> but we, we appreciate you for joining us. When's the last time you hit a civilian? Man, shut up, You want to hit one right now? Nah, nah. We don't do that. We don't do that. Why are you doing that, man? Just making sure. I got all respect for Terrence Crawford. We just talking boxing. It's just... Like picking a picking a sporting event, it is. But picking I'm picking the winner. That's you all. said you you know not sure if he could bang how hard he could hit. I just wanted to no, prove it to you. No, I said against Earl. <laughs> it's probably ten other people you can name. I'll pick Bud over, but it's a different type of animal. That's all I'm saying. Do you rise to the level of your competition? Do I? Yeah. Have you watched my career? Absolutely. 
That's your answer. Okay. One time, just a little jab. Just hey, little, shut up, man. All right. Uh-huh. It's Terrence Crawford, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget to tune in and get your pay-per-view July 29th. And we appreciate you for joining us. You, one last question. You think about stuff like uh, pay-per-view numbers? Are you, that, that, you can't... I can't. That's all of our control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you got the people that have the, um, the websites to steal the fights mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And stuff that you can't control. You just... Go in there, focus on things that you can control. Because I feel like that's become a thing now. Like that's become a stat that people brag about now. Fighters, yeah. I'm like, who cares? Well, I mean, for your money, your pockets, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, listen, you know, the the bigger the numbers, the bigger you know you you become. All right. That's why Floyd was Money Mayweather because of the numbers that he was producing. Mm-hmm. That's why everybody wanted to fight him. That's why every time he stepped foot in the ring, he demanded what he demanded because he knew what he was going to draw mm-hmm. so yeah absolutely alright well there you have it it's Terrence Crawford good luck on your fight July 29th it's the Breakfast Club good morning the Breakfast Club your mornings will never be the same we're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel it's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano it's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! (laughs) And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests. But with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? 
Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, we were talking about a topic we were talking behind the scenes. Now, behind the scenes, this actually started from uh, Charlemagne's donkey yesterday. Yes, because during donkey of the day, uh, a young man... Uh, robbed a woman at gunpoint and while he was robbing her he made her follow him on Facebook and actually hit her up mm. and they were going back and forth and then he you know wanted to go on a date with her and told her she he was he's sorry he had to rob her she's too pretty to be robbed and I'm sitting there thinking like he's only thinking she likes him because he, he she replied to him on Facebook he's, he's too stupid and clearly too arrogant to not realize he's getting lined up to get uh get arrested mm. but it made me think like why can't men you know uh, why can't a woman give a man a compliment uh just look in a man's direction without the man thinking hey man that woman wants me I, I mean I just think that's how society is and how people people see things I, I feel like if a woman compliments a guy goes out of her way to say something looks nice or something looks good or I think that is you know uh, I think that leaves the door for you know maybe a conversation I or highly disagree I, 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 you know what I think a compliment is what a compliment <laughs> like simple as that if I tell you I like your shirt if I tell you I like your sneakers it's cause I like your shirt and I like your sneakers like simple as that like it has nothing to do with anything else and I don't know why men uh, don't understand that I disagree and I think the same thing with men I think if a man compliments a woman it's not because he's just like, oh, that's a dope shirt. I think a lot of times it's because he wants to kind of just holler and see if the door's open. I remember that, Mr. Married Man. Remember I, that? I remember that next time you tell a woman you like her sneakers. You know what I mean? I don't. You don't tell a woman you like her sneakers. I don't. Only on, if if I compliment somebody, somebody that we all know. I don't. I don't. I'll, I'll never step out and be like, hey, ma, you got some dope kicks on. I, I don't do that. No, that's not true. Cause so, like sometimes you might see a girl with a nice hairdo. Like I love. I love dreadlocks. You know what I mean? I'm like, y'all like your dreads. Now I will say that if if I do see a nice hairdo and I and I might say, hey, uh, who did your hair? Because I would love my my wife would probably love my daughter's hair to look like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth. It's just still a compliment. There's nothing wrong with giving people compliments, man. Intention matters. Brandon, Brandon, step to the mic for a second. Intention Brandon. matters. Brandon, step to the mic. Brandon. Brandon is our Ghana connection. Yes. If if a woman pays you a compliment, does that open the door? And what I said was you better not pay me no compliment because I'm going to go for it. See, Brandon, how old are you, Brandon? I am 27 years Brandon old. Brandon is 27 years old. He don't know no better yet, okay? He's young. He's hot. He's horny at all <laughs> times. Horny, a woman can look his way and he think the woman want him. You know what I mean? Now, Brandon, <laughs> there be women that be coming in this building they ain't paying Brandon no attention. And he be like... I think I got a shot. Yeah. <laughs> rubbing his chest. I think I got a shot. Janelle Monet. I think I got a shot. Yeah, Who me. was it? He really said he had a shot with Red. Chloe. Chloe Bailey. I think I got a shot with your cousin. <laughs> I think I got a shot with your cousin. Yeah. But, but put me down with his cousin though. But, but now, Brandon, if you give a woman a compliment, are you opening the door for maybe trying to holler as well? Yeah. If they if they're oh, not a friend God. or coworker, if you see a woman in the street and you're like nice shirt, you're not saying nice shirt because yeah, if it's a stranger, yeah, I'm yes. 
He's 27. He don't know no better. You can give people compliments and nothing be behind it. Take it from somebody who's a sex symbol, bro. I've been unbelievably handsome my whole life. Cap! Every, ever, ever since I was a little kid, older women, women my age, oh, you're so handsome. You're so cute, isn't that? Cap! I never thought about it. It's, it's never been anything other than I, I a compliment. I can't believe anything you say. That's a goddamn lie. Hello, who's this? Geechee. Hey, Geechee. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Now, Geechee, what do you think? If a woman pays you a compliment, is that opening the door to to, to, to kind of a conversation at least? Now, we, we all know nowadays these women are stuck up. They don't want to talk to nobody. So if a woman pays you a compliment with your outfit or, or your appearance, period, that's open up a line. Man, if y'all don't see that. Charlamagne is married, so he up he, he the game. He can't really even speak on it. Envy out the game too. He should be. I am out he the game. I'm just, I'm, I, I am out the game. I just think y'all sound ridiculous what? thinking that just because a woman says you gives you a compliment that she wants you. That's I didn't ridiculous. say she wants you, but she's opening the door for a conversation no, at least, not. minimal. No, she's not. Yes, she is. Let's be real, man. You go to the club these days. Women aren't even trying to say two words to you. So if they look at you and pay you a compliment, I think that's opening the door that leaves for a conversation. You know, I, you, I, you I know the you. mistake y'all making right now? What? Talking to n****. Right. Go to the women. We gonna go to women. Go to some women. Back. Ask the women. How we, we go- how we talking about what women? But I'm also mean. telling you what what guys feel like when you pay oh, them no, a compliment. I, I know guys feel that way, but we stupid. You right? Go to the women. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Christy. Hey, Christy. Good morning. Driver. Hey, Christy, the bus driver. Good morning. How you doing? Happy birthday, Charlamagne. Thank you, Queen. Appreciate you. Now, Christy, if, if you compliment a guy, right? A compliment mm-hmm. a guy's outfit, clothes, sneakers, kicks, are you opening the door for at least a conversation? No. Thank you. I'm a bus driver, and I interact with people all day, and I may compliment a woman. I'm not gay. True indeed. Okay. But if you compliment a guy, let's say you see a nice, handsome guy. I'm trying to convince her. Walking on the bus. And you you. say, hey, that's a nice shirt. You don't think that, okay, that's opening the door for at least a conversation? It might open a conversation. He might come back tomorrow and be like, oh, you was the one that said I had a nice shirt on. So he's going to wear a nice shirt again the next day. (laughs) <laughs> See, you might wear the same shirt again. You might wear the same shirt again. <laughs> but you compliment. But you complimenting him because you you know you think he's handsome, right? Man, why are you trying to sway the jury? I'm she not, does not think any of this. Thank you, Christy. All right, y'all have a good day, Tabitha. Hello, how are you? How you feeling this morning, Tabitha? I am feeling blessed. <laughs> All right, now we're talking about if you compliment a man, right? Does that open mm-hmm. the door for a conversation? Um, I don't believe so. I'm a real estate broker, and I was complimenting a builder on his work. We went and we um, purchased the property from the dirt, and then he built the property in three months. And I complimented to his wife, who was the other agent on the other side. And so the product was sold, and then I needed her again. And she's like... Um, not responding to me because I complimented her husband and I said he did such a good job. He's so awesome. He's great. And I really was meaning it, you know, in no way just complimenting his product. And I'm he won't you, call me back. I'm going really to tell you exactly what happened in that situation. That man went to his wife and said you was flirting with him. I guarantee <laughs> oh, it. I guarantee it. Yo, man, your girl, that show, she was flirting with me, yo. All you did was compliment him on his work, but he took it as, oh, she want me. And so he want to look like the man to his wife, so he went to his wife and told his wife you was flirting with him. Guaranteed. Uh, 
Oh, man. I mean, that is totally not it. And I really need him for another client. <laughs> see what I'm saying? Thank men, you, mama. Yes, I do. Men got to stop leading with their ego. Hello? This, this, this is ridiculous. Hello, who's this? This, this is Ronnie from Chuck Town. 843, what's happening, oh, my brother? Ronnie, talk to us. Right, man. Um, I don't feel like a woman, if she give me a compliment on my shirt or give me a compliment on my clothes, I don't feel like she's actually flirting. I just feel like she might like my style, like my how I come in but I do feel like if I come back with a compliment and she kind of give me that laugh or that smirk I can kind of get in the door man I see like it's man. opening up the it's conversation no this, this, he took he took it somewhere else like meaning <laughs> that you, the, she complimented your shirt and then you replied back with something probably flirty and then when she come replied, on that solid, man you know how it is in Chuck Town man you give me that little smile that little talk I know that's what I'm saying. But you replied back with something flirty. Smile, laugh, you know. That's right. When she replied, back, when she replied to that energy, that's different. That's different. Just but I mean, I just give me a compliment. I get that all the time in Charleston. So, I mean, I appreciate that. I give it back. You know, he's from the South, so we kind of do good compliments. Listen, man, you know that you, you know the most handsome men in the world exist from come from the low country. This is a fact. Cat. This is just a this is a scientific fact. The most handsome men in the world are born in the eight four three. Lulu. Yes, good morning. Good morning, Lulu. Uh, it's Lulu from Miami. How are you guys doing? How are you feeling? Talk to us. So if good, good. If, if you see a, 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 a handsome young man and, and you like his shirt, right? And you say, hey, brother, that's a that's a nice shirt that you're wearing. It fits well. Is that opening the door for a conversation, Lulu? Let's be honest. Yes, it is. It, it depends on the environment, but it could be flirting. It could be breaking the ice. Being approachable towards the person. See? Thank Lulu. you. Lulu. Carla, yes. I want to say happy birthday to you. A big fan from Miami. And you're right. Everybody from Florida is crazy. Everybody is from, from, from Florida is crazy. And you crazy for yes, thinking sir. that every man that compliments you want to holler at you. No, I didn't say that. It depends <laughs> on the environment. Thank you, Lulu. See how you try and to put words in the mouth? But see, those are different caveats environment whether you like the person we just talking about random walking down the street lulu you got on something from lululemon hey i like what you wearing bong that don't mean i want to holler thank you thank you. you say thank you that's it simple as that now if he's handsome then you go back and double back and be like thank you so oh, much Lord. and then you start talking yes, to lulu. Yes. See? see yes thank you he see he, he's not handsome thank so he you. don't get that he don't understand First that thank all, you, that's all i've been getting my whole that life. is cat i came out the womb handsome man I'm, i got that look bro okay i'm a handsome individual man what's what's the moral of the story man the moral of the story is you stupid ass men women don't want y'all just because they compliment your shirt <laughs> Women don't want y'all just because they tell you nice sneakers. All right? Stop it. Knock it off. My Jesus. All right. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. The talk yeah. in New York. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Tony G Yayo. Had to bring it back, right? Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Had to bring it back. How you feeling, brother? I'm feeling good, man. Running around. I'm mm -hmm. on y'all's show. I feel like you got a, a, a second win, Yayo. Like, it's been a... a, a second win? Third a, win? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I, I see the way 50 work, and I'm mm -hmm. like, yo, when he always be like, yo, y'all lazy, y'all lazy. And I'm I'm just realizing like I thought I was working when I wasn't. Mm -hmm. So during the COVID, it was just like a tough time. Like I'm sitting back, wasn't no tours. I'm like, y'all gotta figure out other things to do, bro. Mm -hmm. 
So I started doing the music, and then I started, you know, messing with Vlad, Vlad TV. Vlad TV. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I just started realizing when you put your presence out there to all these younger generation, the new kids that really don't know us, they know G Unit. Mm -hmm. Or some people do remember, like when mm -hmm. I go on tour, it'd be like, yo, my father used to play, or my moms used to play G Unit. Mm -hmm. So it passed down to that generation. So I'm going on my own tours and, you know, I'm just making myself valuable, man, putting that work in. Did, did, that, did that upset you when you heard 50 say y'all was lazy? Nah, not okay. even. That, that motivates me. Because mm -hmm. at a point, sometimes you do get lazy. Our, our careers, we was kind of spoiled. Think about it. We had 50 where he was doing everything for us. Mm -hmm. So as for, like, when we was coming out, you had the Young Guns, for instance. I remember Hervain saying, Jay is not going to do... What 50 does for Young Guns. He was saying it in front of their face. Y'all got 50. Like, 50 was, you know, help us be in the videos. Right. Second beg for that. When he dropped, he, when he sold 11 million records, he dropped Beg for Mercy. Yep, yep. You know what I'm saying? I was in jail. You know, him and Eminem was shouting me out. So mm -hmm. I always show my love to them. I know how 50 is. He, you know, y'all mm -hmm. the same sound. Y'all are crazy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good, you know, but it, it just motivated me to work because I see how he worked. We'll be on tour. He'll leave tour to go on movie set. Go back, go to the gym twice a day. Mm -hmm. I'm tired, you know. I mean, the free AO movement was a movement right. within itself. Mm -hmm. Like I don't think we right. talk about about that enough. I don't know why randomly I was thinking the other day about when they shouted you out at the. I think it was the Grand. The Grand was Eminem. Yeah. That's yeah. why I always shout out Eminem. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because he didn't have to do that. Mm -hmm. I was on Rikers Island, C73 too low. Now this move right here, this this your hand in front of the face. Mm -hmm. Where did that move come from? Because, you know, of course, we've known you doing that for years. Where, where did that come from? That really came because I was on the run. Like, I was at that point when we was in the club, I was running. Like, 50 was like, yo, he said to me, you know, we had this judge, Judge Wong in Queens. Everybody know him. No joke. And he was like, yo, what are you going to do? You going to go to court or go on tour? And we blowing up now. Mixtapes are crazy. Bootleggers right. playing us everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm running. I'm so running. I ran. So, so how did John Cena just... I guess jacket. Dude. John Cena. He gives you credit, right? Yeah, does. John Cena said his little brother, I believe, mm -hmm. did it, mm -hmm. and and his his little brother did him to do it, and I guess he did it in a match, and it just got crazy. Mm -hmm. When you see Reese do it, what did you think? Oh, that was, she made it. She took it to a whole another level. She brought it back. Had me trending for shout out to Angel Reese. She had me trending for you know the whole week. Mm -hmm. And then Caitlyn so, did it before her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it was just like I mean, with that situation was crazy because like you said, a black girl did it, and it was a problem. Then when. White girl white did it beforehand. Girl did it. it was yeah, it no, was a yeah. problem. So I, I addressed that. You know what I mean? I talked about that too. That's crazy. I saw that on TMZ. Yeah. When we playing ball in the hood, you know it's competitive. Mm -hmm. Whatever you do, when you do your car shows, mm -hmm. you in competition. That's right. I see you go at people. You know all what day. I mean? Yo, I got the best car shows in the world. None of y'all can mess with me. I don't know how you getting all these cars. Too. You said it not me, but that. <laughs> you know. So I told Fifty, you might as well just leave all his cars with you, bro. I t you know, Fifth calls me and he'd be like, right, "Let me get the car and." I'll give him back his car. You know, I usually have his Lambo or his, his, his Rolls Royce. And he drive it for one day and then it sits. And then he loses the key. And then I got to go get it again. You don't but even drive him. He, he don't drive let him. me borrow him. I'm playing around, bro. I want to go back, right? I've known Yayo a long time. Mm -hmm. Where do you think in your career happened where you didn't go to that next level, right? Mm -hmm. And I asked 50 that. And he said he thinks it was the picking of the wrong single. What, what, do you, what do you think it was? Interesting. I think it was just a lot of drama with Interscope when I came home. You know what I mean? You had 50, he was Curtis. I'm Curtis Interscope Jackson. Mm -hmm. You know, and Jimmy Iovine, you know, you had game flipping. I just getting rid of him. You know, 50 sold more records than the most. Whatever. It was like it was like a, it was like a war in our own house. Because you had records. Yeah. You had the So Seductive. You had Pimpin'. Yes, I had So Seductive. I Know You Don't Love Me. I had I Know You Don't Love Me and Pimpin', mm -hmm. right? 
But you gotta remember, I came in the midst of the 50 Cent in the Scope drama comedy. He was saying, Jimmy Iveen. Yeah, I'm my own boss. You know how to, you know how 50 get. So I think sometimes, and at that point, we had so many enemies, it was like we wasn't getting a feature or nothing. Like you wasn't, like we came to a point where we never used anybody. Like it was just me, Banks, and 50. Mm -hmm. You know, 50 never looked to do features with nobody. Mm -hmm. So you know how it is. It felt like everybody was against us at that point because nobody really messed with 50 in the industry like that or mess with us. Let's mm -hmm. be serious. Did it feel better now? Because I saw you out and about the other day and like it was you and Pistol Pete and Uncle Murder. Yeah, it feel better. It feel, it feel good to have no drama with uh, Fat Joe because Fat mm -hmm. Joe, I was, I was always a fan of Fat Joe. Jealous mm -hmm. ones of Envy. You know, he was a real one. Pistol Pete, he cool. So it's like you get older and a lot of stuff was just... Just hip hop, and I saw you say that was the, the realest beef G unit. Yeah, ever Fat Joe. Had. Yeah, Fat Joe. Yeah. I, I, I guess you call that a compliment, but that's like big compliment. Yeah, right. Because y'all, yeah. I don't, I don't look at the Ja Rule thing as like real. But y'all had street beef. Forget the rap. Y'all yeah. had beef with. Yeah, I, I look at, I look at the, York, I look at like the Preems, the yes, Worlds. World, yeah, I look at those kind of guys are like the real beefs. The Jimmy Henchmen, yes. those were like the the real beefs where it got real with the street guys. Mm -hmm. But industry wise, it was the t you said Terror Squad was the. Yeah, industry wise, Terror Squad. Okay. Definitely. Why? What makes that? What makes it? Because I don't know. It's just a whole bunch of crazy Spanish dudes, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What was the craziest story that you was like, we might not make it out of here? Um, I wouldn't say we, we, we were scared, but I could say uh, it was the Vibe Awards when we seen Suge Knight and Irv Gotti and they walked past the trailer. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. We in New York, but mm -hmm. we in LA. You know what I'm saying? We mm -hmm. New York dudes, we in LA. You know what I'm saying? So you see Suge Knight, you always heard about this guy, you know, TV, magazines, but mm -hmm. you know, never had, the, in the club was the first run in, but mm -hmm. this was the second. So he walks past the trailer with Irv, and um, 50 just look at um, James Cruz, James Cruz, you know, shout to him, he was a little, James Cruz is always in a situation, mm -hmm. industry guy, he got to run around with 50, bulletproof vests, you know how Chris Lighty was in the trenches, it's mm -hmm. crazy. So he just taps James Cruz and say, yo, go buy 20 knives. Go buy 20 knives? Yeah, just go to the hardware store. I'm like, because what are we going to do? Just seem, you know, <laughs> it might get 20? crazy. How many, how many y'all was it? It was about 20 to 15 of okay, us, okay, something okay. like that. So James Cruz goes to the hardware store, buy 20 knives. He gives the bags, 50 handing them out. And then, you know, when we got there, we had beef with Fat Joe at that point. I remember. We Dr. Dre's there, so, you know, that's obviously a beef with Suge Knight. Mm -hmm. Suge Knight got, like, some crazy-looking... Compton looking dudes with him, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So it just you felt the energy to where we had our chairs like this. You're yeah. not even watching the show. Yeah, you're not watching even watching the show. We had it like this. Like yo, you felt the energy. Mm -hmm. Like you felt something was gonna go down. And that's when, you know, we wasn't taking pictures back then, so I guess he asked Dre for the autograph. Yeah. Pops on Dre, Dre falls, but he automatically get up, start popping on him, and it just got crazy. Knives started coming from everywhere, and that's when, you know, one of the dudes got stabbed. So my question is, if there was 20 knives, how come only Young Buck didn't stab him? Young, nah, that, that dude got stabbed in the chest. Young Buck stabbed him with a fork. I don't know where that oh, came so he got from. Stabbed. He said, how did he stab him with a fork? Where did he get that fork from? I don't know where you... <laughs> just came with the fork. So nobody gave Buck a knife? Nah, but no. He, I don't know. What, I don't, that's why I was tripping. I know I had one everybody else did. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? But Buck, matter of fact, him and Banks was backstage. They was about to perform, and mm -hmm. he just came with the fork. Mm-hmm. Jesus as soon as they started Christ. talking that time, when they started to, we went back to the mansion after that happened, because the kid got stabbed in the chest. He mm -hmm. collapsed and everything. The fork wasn't nothing. Mm -hmm. And um, we got back to the mansion, and, and it was on the news. It was like, attempted murder, young buck. Young buck was like, I ain't do that, man. <laughs> so it all switched up when that time. That's why I be staying out of trouble, bro. <laughs> young buck was like, I ain't do that, man. Because young buck hit him with the fork. He ain't stab him in the chest. Word, word, word. Yeah. He, I mean, he, he kind of ran with the story, though. 
Didn't Buck Rogers? Nah, I mean, you know, come on, man. Yeah. You know, rappers, man. Yeah, yeah. with the story. All right, we got more with Tony Ayo when we come back. Matter of fact, let's get into a classic Yayo record. Can we get into So Seductive? It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. CJ, Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Our co-host B. Scott is here. And we're still kicking it with Tony Yayo. Now, for people that don't know, mm-hmm. there was a time where, where y'all were all strained, right? G-Unit wasn't talking to 50. 50 wasn't talking to G-Unit. What happened during that time and then what got y'all back together? I'm always talking to 50. 50 just, I'm used to 50's character because he's boo. He's a crazy cancer like Charlemagne, so mm-hmm. I'm used to him. He used to be on the block. You know, I remember one day 50 wheeling, he fell off his bike and told, yo, he was like, yo, 
Nobody better laugh. Everybody started laughing. <laughs> Nobody better laugh at me. I'm punching y'all in your face. So I know him from being on the block. I know him better than anybody. Banks is a little younger. So Banks was, you know, high school. He went to mm -hmm. August Martin. Buck is from Cashville mm -hmm. and Game is from LA. Cali, mm -hmm. LA. But once money and ego get involved, you know how dudes start acting. Everybody's their own boss in a way. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it gets to their head. For me, it was different. I got out of jail and I'm like, Y'all live in Battery Park. I could see the Statue of Liberty. Right, so I'm right. open. I'm like, wow, Rikers Island to this? Thanks, Fifth. Mm -hmm. So I always had that loyalty because I'm coming fresh out of jail like, yo, we we blew up. You also never seem to have a sense of entitlement. Nah, I don't. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm good. I got a couple of houses. I made some good money. I traveled the world. I'm like on my four fifth passport. I'm humble. Mm -hmm. You know, I ain't got as much cars as Envy, but I got a few <laughs> and had a few. Right, right. You What's know, but... But for me, I'm like, yo, we all make money. I done seen Fifth, like, for instance, I'm going to say it, Buck. Like, Buck will go on tour. You know what I'm saying? We wasn't familiar with money, how to save money. We black dudes from, from the hood. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you go on tour, you spend mm -hmm. 250 right? And then later on, you have that grace period because you're in another tax bracket, mm -hmm. right? So you'll be, you ought to pay that, what, maybe a year and a half, maybe two years later. That money not, might not be there. Yo, Fifth, can I borrow 250 I got a tax problem. But how many times you think a person gonna do that for you, bro? That's real. The one thing I think 50 dropping the ball with you, yeah, was why you ain't in none of these TV shows, man. Like, you, you know you, what? You just got that natural personality. I'm, I can you know see what? You he might see, not wanna do see, it. Do you see, wanna do it? No, I wanna do it, but I looked at it like this. If he put all his friends in, in power, it wouldn't be... I ain't say all of them. I you. <laughs> yeah, all right, cool, good. Like, yeah, see, watch this, Fit. Put me in something, you know? Charlamagne said it. Have you ever asked? No, I, never, I don't be pressing Fifth. He done enough right. for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I done gone to fifth, yo. I need a half a million, bro. I got you. Quarter million, bro. Got you. Come on, bro. I can't keep you, pressing you, them you for half a million. Yeah, I seen them do it for buck too. Yo, buck. I need, I need a quarter. Mm -hmm. Yo, here, man. I got, got you, bro. What's your relationship with Banks? Banks is my brother. I talked to him the other day. Are they ever gonna mend that? I stay, I stay out. You of stay, it. <laughs> you stay out of it. Cause fifth is, you know, fifth is fifth. Fifth mm -hmm. is crazy. I just know how to deal with him. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. From South Jamaica, he been like that. Like you gotta think, on a block, 12 years old, never knew who his father was. Mom's got killed. He's selling drugs with all the, with dudes twice his age. These dudes like 18, 19. You know what I'm saying? So he he came up different. I had a mother and father. You know, I was mm -hmm. supposed to be a good kid actually. Mm -hmm. But you know, the streets, my neighborhood. Every there was no role models. Everybody sold drugs. Mm -hmm. That's how you got the name Yale. Yeah. All right, all right. Being on the block. My father used to chase me off the block. Haitian mm -hmm. parents. You know, don't play. Island parents don't mm -hmm. play. Oh. Chase me off the block. Did you really want to rap? You, uh, that was just you saw you saw it working for fifth. You like you know I'm gonna try it. Yeah. No, I mean I was on the block. And, you know, I used to be in the parties with my man Fat Shot, DJ Roughhands. Mm -hmm. And we used to go, you know, Freaky Ty was from my hood. So we used to always get on the mic and play around and freestyle in my man basement. And, you know, I just started rapping. But, you know, I never thought 50 was going to sell 11 million records. Mm -hmm. We'd be in the house listening to Get Rich or Die Trying. Dudes is like, you know what I'm saying? Cool. But I always seen a vision. I'm like, nah, this is fire. 50's the next one. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a music guy. Like, I used to go to the Ave and buy MV tapes. Clue tapes, Dog Time, Grandmaster Vic, all of because Queens is music. So people really like to buy Envy's tapes. Yes. Okay. Oh, they don't even say. Envy a legend. Envy a legend. No, people. Hot wax. He know we we used to go to Hot Wax get the tapes. He don't know. You know, because you got to remember, Clue and Envy went from it went from blends because we used to every it used to be all about blends. Grandmaster Vic, Dog Time, Dirty Harry, and then they just went it went to playing exclusives. And that was you and Clue. Mm -hmm. That's how they changed the game. Him and Clue 
play the exclusive records like a Nas freestyle or this freestyle yeah. or that you ever got mad at them for leaking any of y'all records nah cause the bootleggers made us right. at that point the DJs made us cause we was getting played everywhere we go to the bootleggers you know sometimes dudes would want to beat up the bootleggers and 50 be like wow why are you doing that it's spreading the word we had mixtapes everywhere you go but nobody, you know the conversation nobody has Mm-hmm. You know, we know what Dirty Harry and all of them did, and we know what y'all did. But mm-hmm. the artists, like what G Unit did, and they were one of the first. Dipset did, and the Locks, they took the mixtape game to another level. By the way, y'all started doing mixtape, right? But we we wasn't stopping. Mm-hmm. We just we had a mixtape every week. Yeah, they like, were one I of remember, the first. I remember when Ja Rule dissed us, and we was in Eminem studio, mm-hmm. and we did semi-automatic gunfire, and that like that like killed Ja. That that tape, whole tape, killing Ja Rule. Shout out to Ja Rule, killed him, still killing him, and um. Says shout to John, we're still killing him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And Have you ever ran into John? Nah. Never. Nah. Only only when, you know, the situation in the studio. Mm-hmm. That was back way back. And I had like a cut on my hand. That was like years ago. Mm-hmm. But to so me. He wasn't with 50 on the flight when they was To me, on the you gotta flight. understand. When we think of Queens, I was in the streets for real. Like, I'm I'm gonna keep it real. Like, I don't know what Ja was doing. I'm not from his neighborhood. My baby mom's is from his neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Pop over there in um Woodhall. Mm-hmm. As for like seeing Nas come to the block with Black Just, E Money Bags coming through. Like my block was legendary. One three four on God Brewer. Mm-hmm. It was legendary where everybody was outside. I was outside, so I never. I, they said Irv Gotti was a DJ, mm-hmm. but I never been to a party where he DJ. Mm-hmm. I know the Rockaway Twins. I know Goldfingers. I know Tape Master that brings the system everywhere. Mm-hmm. Grandmaster Vic, Baby J, Baby J. Come on, like I never seen Irv do a party, and I didn't been to parties on the north side, south side, everywhere. I, I never really seen them outside. Mm-hmm. Like Ja Rule wasn't known as a figure in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. in any neighborhood. No disrespect, but mm-hmm. now, I want to ask. You know, they've been trying to beat me up here the last two, three weeks, right? Mm-hmm. If Fifty and Wayne did a verse, you can't ask. How you gonna ask Tony Ayo that? Like he gonna have a, a objective opinion on? I that? think I think it's gonna be good, but I mean, you know, Wayne got a catalog too. And Fifth got a catalog. I, I see. I, now I will say this: it's a like, lot of records that they both have. So it, I mean, it'll, it'll be a dogfight. It'll be good. But you know what Yale said that y'all don't say? He said catalog. What I find disrespectful is they say get rich or just take out Wayne's whole catalog. Nah, we gotta go back. I didn't say that. I didn't, you I didn't what you say. No, that, He's I, like, I can play eight songs off just get I, rich. I can play eight songs of Get Rich or Die Trying because Wayne yeah. does have a lot of songs. I say Wayne is a bigger artist when it comes to a rapper. Wayne has been doing this since, what, 12, 13 that years old? I don't old? know about. But mm-hmm. when it comes to cultural <laughs> influence, you can't f with 50 in them I don't records. know if Wayne's a bigger than artist. I don't, think, I don't think nothing was bigger than G Unit, 50 Cent, Eminem, and Dr. Dre. Because you got to understand the element of everything was crazy. It was crazy. Like, we had video games that were selling, we yeah. had clothes that was selling. Yeah, right. Do we have cereal, Adam? Do we have cereal? I think we had cereal that was selling. We had everything, socks. Like, everything was selling, and Eminem was. What at sold sixteen million? Mm-hmm. Fifty sold eleven million. It was crazy. Like I don't think, I think the only thing is Wayne has the Nicki Minaj, he has the Drakes, he has the Young Money, he has a huge yeah, camp definitely. with that. Right, with Drake and with that, Drake, I mean, with Drake and Nicki, of course. But when it comes to those cultural hits, I don't think there's nothing bigger than them, them records that you play for fifty. And like I said, you could pick any Wayne record, and I will destroy that one record with, it's with not the record. True. Pick I one don't. record. We had the street, yo. We had the streets. You got Wayne. You got to No, I'm talking about. I'm talking about the mixtape where every nothing was playing Cody but Wayne. June. 
No, I'm, I understand. Like, well, like, you're acting like Wayne didn't have the speech no, when it comes to the did, But I'm just saying that when it comes to that cultural influence of how a record feels, I'm I don't think about it can We had kids wearing bulletproof vests in the suburbs, man. Wayne had kids about? wearing that's the, true. the rock star jeans. And nah, the, that's right. That's right. The, the, the dress. Wayne Sketches. is a legend. Wayne, yeah, like he started the dress. He started like the dress. Right yeah. now. He started the dress. But you got to remember this. We was on Little Wayne tour that, back in the days. We started. He started way ahead of us. Mm-hmm. And that's what I said. Wayne Y'all started had a so beef young. Too. He started. He when started. Fifty out of beef. People forget about that. I forgot about Wayne that. Wayne said, "I pissing your vitamin water or something like that." Oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. But they cool now though. Yeah, they good. <laughs> All right, well, don't move. We got more with Tony Yeo. We'll come back. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Our co-host, B. Scott, is here. And we're still kicking it with Tony Yeo. Charlemagne? What about that stabbing? When you you, talk, you mentioned it briefly, though. Oh, and, and, and Sony? Yeah. Was it a real stabbing? When it was, a real, it, it was a real stabbing. I'm going to tell you what happened, man. We was in the studio, and that was that's Sony, right? Where Sony Studios, the, yeah. Sony, remember they had the one across the street, mm-hmm. and they had the big building. The big building is where everybody would say Michael Jackson would take all the rooms. Right. Right. So we um walking in, and at that time, um I think we seen Wyclef, and you know, I think I think Scooter was there. Mm-hmm. Was Haitian Jack there? Haitian Jack. We see them in the lobby. Mm-hmm. It's just me and 50. But 50 a lot of sock passes. Yeah, you know, back then. A lot of sock passes. Yeah, they was all in the lobby mm-hmm. with, with Clef. We seen Clef. Mm-hmm. And um, I think Prizewell was there too, mm-hmm. or whatever. So, you know, we go upstairs, but we're not worried about it. fifth. I swear to God, fifth guy. I don't got nothing on me. Fifth guy, four fifth, no safety on him. We mm-hmm. chilling. We go upstairs. We got a session. So Clark Kent, his nephew, end up being a DJ. Giz, but mm-hmm. Giz was not really mm-hmm. a street dude. He was just a cool dude. Mm-hmm. You know, shout to Clark Kent. He was just like, yo, here fifty. I got a DJ for you, right? Mm-hmm. So we go in the studio. We supposed to record. Now the studio is small It's a small room And it's a small hallway So in the next room Is um, Tone and Poke They working on beats And me 50 and Giz Is in the room with the engineer Forgot what 50 was working on I guess I'm gonna keep it real I don't know And this I, is before Indisco This is when look, 50 was signed to Sony mm-hmm. I think In my mind I think Prizewell said something Like I don't know why Like he must You know why what I'm saying Why do you think Prize we, oh, we, we, he, I think he said something I'm gonna keep it real I don't think why it was Prize? Why Prize Trust All the people me. you just named Trust me, that was the information that was, you know what I mean? That Prizewell said something to Ja Rule and him. Mm-hmm. So we in the room, you just hear boop, 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 commotion. These dudes come in like it's a movie, like, yo, what's up now? But they ain't, it, it's no guns or nothing. It's nothing really, all you see is crutches and like, like stuff picked up from the studio. And I guess one of them had like a kitchen knife. So it was, uh, was Irv there? No, it was Irv Brother. I think it was Black Child at that point. Ja, I think somebody else. But so we starting to get it on. Nobody turned off the light while we getting it on. The light like turned off because you know how bumping to the bump somebody bumping to the switch. So we fighting. Everything is dark. You don't know what's going on. You just hear melee. So all you heard was get the gun. You know, bluffed him because the gun was in the other room. That's why I say Jairu and him, he wouldn't even be here. He would have been gone. Mm-hmm. Like it, our careers would have been totally different if that gun was in that room. And I swear on my dead father. Like I'm telling you the truth. The gun was in the other room. I've seen it. You know what I'm saying? With my own two eyes. Mm-hmm. They come in, we get it on, boom, boom, boom. Get the gun. They run out. Fifth through a speaker at one of them. I don't know if it was Irv Brother or whoever. I seen him throw a speaker and say, get the gun. Once they heard get the gun, everybody started running out. But the gun was in the other room. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Fifty had a scratch on his back, right? And I got stabbed in my hands and my finger was like cut right here. So look, it looked crazy because mm-hmm. it was hanging a little bit. But look, this is all I got. That and that. That was it. You ever think about how blessed y'all are? Because think about all the violence y'all escaped. Because I ain't never even heard about the shooting that happened before the young man 
got got slapped, right? Nah, but, but it's then cool. After that, then your mother house get yeah, yeah. It's cool, up. but I always looked at it like this, bro. If I slap your kid or your kid, what are you gonna? You're gonna you you got the Absolutely, right. It's yeah. all gloves off, and right. it's all good. But then y'all G unit officers got shot up before. Yes, like, y'all missed a lot of bullets. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's a tour yeah, bus, definitely. mama crib. Like it was a definitely. lot of bullets. You know what's crazy? And I always thank God. Like I always say my prayers before I leave the house because I remember one day I had a plaque, and people won't even believe this story. And a bullet fell out of it and my father found it. He was staying with me at the time. The next day, my mom's crib got shot up or could have been the same day. Like, but my mom's crib got shot up. So, I mean, you know, God is good, bro. A bullet fell out your plaque? A bullet, like I had a 50 cent plaque wait, wait, wait. and it got bullets in it and it's above my door and my father found it. He's like, yo, somebody shot the house up? And I'm like, nah, that fell off the plaque. And the next day, Damn. like my mom's crib got shot up. So mm. you get signs, you know to be low and you got to move right. Cause one thing about us is we knew how to move. Like, all right, cool. If it's hot, cool, I'm good. Like, when my mom's crib got shot up, I went out there and was looking to do stuff, and 50 called me like, yo, bro, you outside, you got something on you, you bugging out, bro. Use your brain, bro. It's chess, not checkers. That's why I say, you know, it, it must have been like seven, eight years ago to see you and 50 enjoying what y'all didn't have before. Right. You know what I mean, because they couldn't go to the clubs and experience the records like y'all should have. Y'all couldn't go to these events and go yeah. to these things. And it wasn't because of the rappers. It was mainly because of the hip-hop police because there was times where they'd be like, no G-Unit, no Dipset in the clubs. Mm -hmm. All the clubs in Manhattan. So hip-hop police, you remember Curly Top. Mm -hmm. He's retired now. Hip-hop police, they all retired. There's all new ones now. Mm -hmm. for, for the dudes that'll follow TJ and all these dudes mm -hmm. in the city and all the young dudes now. But all them dudes are retired. Mm -hmm. But them dudes used to tell us, yo, you can't come to this club. You know how much money we missed out on? Definitely good to see that. Man, yeah, yo. Hey, congrats on the Welcome to the Culture Podcast. Thank you, man. man. Welcome yeah, to what, the Culture I, I Podcast. What, what, um, I seen you in, in, you screaming on Math Hoffa. What, what happened with, with that? No, nah, Hoffa and them is good. I just feel like sometimes, like, when you go online, it just be like, it, it just was, felt like clickbait. Like, you asking me, um, can I pick up the phone if for Banks and 50s around? They both my friends. I'm a grown-ass, you know, man. Like, mm -hmm. what are you talking about? And then you ask me about, like, 6 9 and I, I don't want to, you know? I know dudes that got locked up over that. So I was just like, nah, I don't, I don't want to. Just felt like clickbait. Mm -hmm. Does Jayco want to do music? Yeah, I just dropped the mixtape, Loyal. I, I, just I, dropped know, I know, but do you want to do it? Like, Because I feel like your personality is, is so big. Like, you probably can make just money doing that now. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, I do music. like talking to people. I do, mm -hmm. I do like I do like what you do, mm -hmm. you know, and, and what Envy do and the Breakfast Club do. So, I mean, I think now the game is changing. Like, these podcasts be fun. Like, you see podcasts, radio shows, like, it's going to YouTube now. People want to, you know, know they want to know my personality. Mm -hmm. They want to know your personality. Mm -hmm. you, I, I'm like a, a sponge. I just mm -hmm. like to, I watch y'all guys all the time and just soak up game. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. how you got the books, or Envy got the car shows. Mm -hmm. It's all a hustle for me. All right, all right. You know what I mean? Like I see y'all hustling. Mm -hmm. You got about three shows, man. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. We working. Three, four shows. This mm -hmm. guy got mm -hmm. about three, four shows going on. Mm -hmm. Car show, got the reality show, got the, the house show, right? The That's real right. estate. Mm -hmm. yep. So it's just, I don't know. It's just like a hustle for me. I just want to hustle. All right. Music, mm -hmm. podcast, like Welcome to the Coach. I'm going to go crazy with the production this year. Um, I got the Passport to the Future. I'm trying to do... Things for the kids this year. Um, I got the clothes, of course, on PassportBoys.com. What else I got going on? Sony Theater on the 26th. Mm -hmm. um, and more tours coming, man. Shout out to 50. Shout out to Banks. Yeah, I heard you're mm -hmm. going back on the road. Yeah, back on the road. Oh, so, mm -hmm. so you 50 and Banks going back? Nah, not Banks. <laughs> shout, shout to Uncle Murder. Shout to Murder. Yeah. Murder. Yeah, shout to shout Uncle Murder. Nah, no disrespect to Banks, word, but word, word. you know, I, yeah. that, you know, 50's crazy. It's, that, you know, that's something that Banks got to, you know, work out. Me, I just... No 50 for a long time Off the block Before Banks So I kinda know 
you know, he might say something crazy and it's just like 50. Right. You, you, I heard him say some crazy stuff in life, bro. Now, we used to hear them stories where 50 would swing on Woo Kid and... Swing on Woo Kid. Woo <laughs> Kid, play the wrong record, think, punch Woo Kid in the chest. I think one time was the craziest, though, was um we backstage. This is the craziest one, though. Mm-hmm. And I hope nobody get mad about this. Um, And 50 said to James Cruz, because he always messed with James Always, Cruz. to this day. <laughs> to this day, I don't know why, but he said to James Cruz, we Mayweather, it's the Mayweather. I don't know where we at. Mayweather, mad people's back there. Mm-hmm. He goes, yo, man, that man F Diddy. Like, I'm like, yo, <laughs> in front of a whole room of people. I'm like, yo. Did he, did he touch your butt? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, touch your butt. I was like, no disrespect to them, but I was like, yo, this dude is crazy. He's crazy. So it's I know crazy. why everybody hate me. I understand, man. But that's my guy, bro. It's, cool, it's crazy. Man. What did everybody cool. say when he said Yo, that? the whole room just stopped. Like, <laughs> they stupid, man. And, you know, we, Damn, man. He's the champ. You know what I'm saying? You I'm just like, saw yo. James Crew. He was out there. Yeah. No, nah, he's a cool dude. That's my guy. Like, <laughs> stupid, bro. But fifth, you never know what he going to say, man. That's why we on the road. I stay away from him. I give him a space, oh, man. I get, man. I get with you later when it's showtime, bro. Fifth is crazy, man. Jesus. All right. Well, we appreciate you for joining us. Thanks, Check man. out the podcast. The Coach Welcome to the Culture Podcast. It's Tony Ayo. Yeah, made it, Mom, on the Breakfast Club. Yeah. You've been up here before. Yeah, but I'm by myself now. All right. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Damn, the hee-haw again. It's time for Donkey of the Day. I ain't trying to be Donkey today no more. They should be embarrassed by what they already did. I'm not making these people do these things. Call Donkey of the Day and... It really caught me off guard. Damn, Charlemagne. Who got the donkey of the day today? Uh, well, donkey of the day for Friday, August 11th, goes to Seth Berman. Seth Berman is 34 years old, and he hails from the great city of Atlanta, Georgia. Seth is suffering from what psychologists call the target effect. Everybody in America suffers from the target effect. Doesn't matter what your financial status is. The reality of the situation is none of us can go into target and get one thing. I know I'm speaking directly to you right now. You feel seen, don't you? Maybe even triggered. Trust me, I understand. Every single emotion you are dealing with, I get. And psychologists do too. It's a real thing. You're going to Target to buy one thing. Maybe, you know, a Goodfella t-shirt. Next thing you know, you're walking out with $100 worth of stuff and you have no idea how that happened. All right, Target does that to humans. So much so that clinical psychologists have released tips on how to stage your own Target interventions, okay? Target is a trap, all right? Because the store isn't the actual Target, you are. Do you realize that everything in Target is is strategically placed there to keep you there? Everything from the lighting, the bright colors, they say it brightens your uh, effect and you tend to have a pretty good time there, so it's conducive to buying. You know, of course you're gonna, you know, spend more in a place that you spend more time in. Not to mention, it's a Starbucks in all of them. So that adds another addiction. (laughs) Okay, Starbucks, heroin, same thing. Target also places things in strategic places to boost cross-selling. And then they have these things called lifestyle settings that help you visualize the goods in your home. Once you see it, once you can see it in your place of residence, you want it in your place of residence, okay? And I'm not even going to get into the psychological pricing Target does. Oh, they make you think you're getting a deal just because it's a nine at the end of the price. If it has a nine on the end of the price, it appears to be on sale. Therefore, you can't pass it up. Those are just a few of the reasons the Target effect is real. And that's the reason why you can never leave Target with just one thing. And Seth Berman... He fell victim to that. See, he went to Target for one thing, but like most of us, couldn't leave with just one thing. Let's go to Fox 5 Atlanta for the report, please. Officers have also released new video of a shoplifting suspect being arrested. Take a look. Uh, This is uh, the Target located on 
Caroline Street. Atlanta police say an officer was flagged down by a security guard. That guard told authorities that the man stole two televisions from the store. They say when the man was caught outside the store, he fought the officer until backup arrived. Mm. Both the suspect and officer suffered minor injuries. Now, police say he was on drugs during all of this, but this wasn't weed. It wasn't shrooms. It wasn't Rihanna's makeup he was using. This man was under the influence of Target, okay? The Target effect is a stronger drug than all those things mentioned. That's why he went back to the scene of the crime because mentally he never left. See, if you only get one thing from Target, you hear Kobe Bryant in your brain saying this. Job's not finished. Job finished? No, I don't think so. That's right. The Target effect is so real that when this brother got caught leaving the store with the TV, he didn't think about running away. He thought about running back into the store. Okay, that's like an animal that's been locked in a cage and instead of running off into the wild to get free, they run back into the zoo. I know y'all want to blame drugs, but trust me, this is the target effect. Okay, as I'm doing this donkey right now, there's someone pulling up the target for one thing and they're going to come out 30 minutes later with at least three to five items. Okay, now let's talk about Seth as a thief. He simply got too greedy because he did successfully steal one TV. He was free and clear, but his greed made him go back to steal another one. This is a prime example that we get too greedy, okay? He successfully stole one TV. He was free and clear, but his greed mixed with the target effect made him go back to get another 65-inch TV. Why did he need another TV? I know football season on the way, but damn, what you building? A sports bar? Huh? You need to have more than one TV to have more than one game on at the same time? Maybe he wanted to play Call of Duty and watch The Breakfast Club on BET at the same time. I don't know, but Seth, did you have to go back to the same exact target you stole from the first time? I did some research, and by research, I mean Google, and it's at least eight targets in the Atlanta area. You telling me the target effect is so strong that you couldn't even leave the target you was at to go to another one? Huh? You stuck on stupid like a woman who's addicted to a terrible man with good penis, right? This man ain't got no job, no ambition. He cheats on you constantly. He has another baby mama he's still sleeping with, but you still end up under him every other day letting him sweat on you. That had nothing to do with anything. I just wanted to make you feel bad for still sleeping with that brother under modification. Or for short, you can just call him a bum. Please give Seth Berman the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey mm. of the day. You are the donkey of the day. I wonder what triggered people more during that donkey today, realizing that, you know, we all have been victims of the target effect or realizing that you are still sleeping with a terrible man with good penis. Which one for you? All right. Well, BET, thank you. We'll see y'all on Monday. I almost told people you the bum that I'm sleeping with. Now, I almost told people that. I might have just did. Now what? Now what? Mm-hmm. Well, sir, I'm not a bum. <laughs> you a beige under modification. That's for sure. <laughs> beige under modification. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is getting awkward and strange. Mm-hmm. Ben. Okay. <laughs> ben, ben awkward and strange. Welcome, Roxy. All right. Roxy's hair been like this since yesterday. <laughs> All right. The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. 
Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the God, Nyla Simone. We are the Breakfast Club, and we got a special guest in the building. We got Lola Brooke. Welcome. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Tell them your real name, though. Tell them it's Lola Brooke because you've been booked and busy all year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's been a little crazy, but I ain't complaining. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. You're getting money. <laughs> now I'm making money. 
New album, Dennis Daughter, is out right now. Explain that title. Dennis Daughter. Okay, so I'm an only child, raised by a single parent, my mom. But I used to hang out with my father here and there. He'd pick me up from school, and everybody would always say, Little D. Mm-hmm. They'd call me Little D when they see me with my father or Dennis' daughter or whatever mm-hmm. fits. They would always just add him into my nickname. Mm-hmm. And I loved it so much, so now I get to like relive it because my father's deceased now, so mm-hmm. I can't get that those moments back mm-hmm. but I'm like creating new moments and I still feel like he's still around so mm. was that like the inspiration behind the song Vacant Heart as well Vacant Heart was me just venting I, I felt empty mm-hmm. pockets empty heart mm-hmm. empty your soul feel empty sometimes like Man. you just don't know mm-hmm. so that gotta be an old record cause your pockets is not empty <laughs> you, you in her pockets heavy today now like Jesus I like to see but, people doing good. But is it an older record though? Because it it sounds like it, you know it was a time before now. Honestly, I did that record this year. So basically, this whole entire project is me just reflecting on my life as mm-hmm. I'm coming up. So I finally felt comfortable enough to finally just talk about my true feelings and what I was mm-hmm. going through. So Vacant Heart is pretty pretty new. Was that a tough song to record? It was. It was so fast. Wow. Probably like 15, 30 minutes, like straight through. Mm. But that's just how you record. Because I've been in the studio with you. You take like five minutes, then go lay it, and then you're done. And it's crazy because after I was taking long, I'm like, Dad, Nyla ain't here. She probably like, girl, you not, you still not finished yet? No, you're, you're, you're a beast with that. But, but emotionally, and, was it tough, though? I wasn't in the room. See, when I'm recording, I don't really be in the room with a lot of people. So I'm very much comfortable. And whoever's in the room, mm-hmm. I probably done been in a vulnerable space around them already. So well, it doesn't matter. That's cool. And then the engineer, I don't see the engineer. Like, <laughs> Jesus. So I'm cool. Did now, you? let's start from the beginning. So for people that don't know Lola Brooke, where did you where did you get your, your start from? Why did you start rapping? And how did you get your deal? Honestly speaking... I always say rap chose me. I didn't choose rap. It was just always there. And the people's, like the citizens of New York City was just like, yo, look, listen, you nice. I know this is a hobby for you, but you should take it serious. So what were you doing between that? Because you said it was a hobby. So what else were you doing? Just working a nine to five. Like I was always a nine to five girl. As soon as I turned 18, the first thing I did was go get a job. What was your first job? Little Caesars. <laughs> pizza. 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 I already. Little Caesars. God is, God is so amazing. God sends the humor. <laughs> I already. Yeah, so uh, I would just go to the studio just for a hobby. I started taking it serious. Um, it's another artist from Brooklyn. His name Bleezy. Mm-hmm. He wanted to do a song with me, so I featured a song on him. I went to the studio. I ended up bumping into his team, um, Team 80, uh, my mentor 80. I met him. And then just being around, knowing like, oh, okay, this is how music videos go. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is how the studio process go. Like, you get to, like, relax. Because when I was going to the studio... Two hours, that's it. It was like $40 an hour. I got $80 and that's it. But <laughs> with them, they was just so relaxed and everybody was just so creative. And I fell in love with it. And I was like, wow, so this really is my destiny. And you, you got such a big voice. Is that something that's natural or something you practice because, you know, you, you are smaller. So you want to just sound big. I mean, when I'm mad, I talk like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's my mad voice. My rap voice is my mad voice. Word, word, word. So it's still me. Mm. Are you talking to Charlamagne? Yo. <laughs> 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 
You want to go back to Little Caesars? Let's talk Little Caesars. Let's talk more Little Caesars, baby. No. Back to your rap voice. The ad lib, because I feel like your ad lib is infamous. The uh, 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 uh. How did you come up with that? I always wanted a stamp. I always wanted a stamp to... I'm small, so I always want to be heard. So I was thinking to myself, like, I need to find out a way to be heard without being seen or mm. my presence is not in the room. And I sat with it for a very long time. So it started off as, uh-huh, I do, uh-huh, uh-huh. Then when don't play with it, when I listen to the beat, it just came out, uh-uh-uh-uh. I'm like, just stutter it or something. Mm-hmm. And it felt good, so... And then now it's uh 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 uh. That's like my Batman call. Regardless of the voice, you you still have a big personality. Like when you walk yeah. in the room, you can feel your presence. When did you first become aware of that presence? My, my mom been telling me that since I came out the womb. Like leave my child alone. Like they act like they. I would go any. My mom would take me on trips, and people would be so fascinated with me, and my mom would be so confused. Like why they keep walking up to you, like just asking random questions or just mm-hmm. just, just attachment. Like mm-hmm. a people I have attachment to me When I walk in a room With my presence But I just I never thought anything of it I just was being myself And Little did I know I was a whole artist <laughs> Did you have relationships with, with a lot of the Brooklyn artists Beforehand Because when the record started to pop I started seeing so many artists Bringing you out On their sets Whether it was Kim Or whoever it may be Did you have those relationships beforehand? Um, no music broke me into these relationships mm-hmm. Uh, See me I was so more I was more focused on my craft I wouldn't like hang out so much. I was always in the studio, literally sleeping, waking up in the studio. So I didn't really get to mingle as much as other artists did. Mm-hmm. I was just working on my craft. So when I finally felt like I had a good body of work to put out, then that's when I was going outside and then don't play with it, start taking off. And I started building my relationship. What artist supported you the most when you first started popping? Um, but Before or? Right when the Don't Play With It came out. It's a mixture of a. It's. I don't. I can't even call that. What I can say is, Meek called it out from jump like 2017. Meek was like my first cosign ever. Mm. So just a tweet, like he just tweeted it or something. What you say? Yeah, like he would comment on my stuff. He would post me. His his peoples would post me as well. He would um say it um in his stories or just anything like that. Any way to be supportive um within social media. Mm. Yeah, he was. Did he try to sign you too? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but you already signed at the time? Um, yeah. It was like when the when the when the talks really came down to it, it was like, it's already done. It's already done, bro. Damn. So, yeah. All right, we got more with Lola Brooke when we come back. Don't move. Let's get into her single. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Charlemagne? On Vacant Heart, you said you was heartbroken when your mom left for Atlanta. Yes. Why didn't you go with her? Or did you? I don't know. Because that was I felt like that was my moment to grow mm. I wanted to have some type of growth I wanted her to trust me I wanted her to feel safe to what do what makes her happy because mm-hmm. I can't stop my mom from this is this was one of her dreams you know a New Yorker always go to get a house in Atlanta <laughs> 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 this was part of my mom dream and even if I ain't understand it that wasn't my place to like mm. not give her the support so I just was like you know what when she left I cried like a baby. How old are you? Um, yeah. How how long has it been? I don't know, but this was like three years ago, three four years ago. But as I'm saying, as a rapper, I thought she was gonna say like ten years ago. She said like <laughs> no, it was like three ago. four years ago. No, it was like three four years ago. But it, as a rapper, Atlanta's like the mecca. 
of hip hop sure. right now. So you didn't want to, you know what? Like maybe I should go to Atlanta too and yeah, see but what's up. I'm the only child. You gotta understand, my mom treats me like I'm. She's gonna treat me like a baby forever, and I had to stand on my two feet and figure it out. So I didn't know what I was gonna do. She was telling me like she left the uh she left the apartment for me. We was on Section Eight. Mm-hmm. I ended up being on Section Eight, so. I still couldn't even really like pay my rent, but I was telling her like I'm good, like I got an income, like I'm I'm straight, like you could go. And she was like, okay, but it was hard. It was so tough. You, oh, she and, was by yourself. Yeah. Damn. And, Section eight, not my pocket straight. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. that Section eight is in there somewhere, somewhere <laughs> in this project. You going hear Section eight? It definitely is an adjustment when you leave home or when home leaves you. I, I think yeah. people like sleep on that, but it definitely pushes you. Like when my parents left me for college, like they moved me in and left. It didn't really resonate like, oh, y'all are leaving. Like I, I got to stay here and do everything myself. But yes, you're never too old to, to like have for that reality check. It's like the little things that I peep with my moms that she would. She wouldn't think that I know how to cook. Mm-hmm. And I had to show her, like, one Thanksgiving, I, I, like, cook Thanksgiving meal. Like, no, I know how to cook. So that right there was me thinking to myself, oh, she don't, like, she think I'm still her her, her baby. Mm-hmm. Like, she don't know that I'm grown and I could take care of myself. That was like, yo, you know what? Mm-hmm. Just leave, ma. I don't want you to, but. You got to okay. stand at a stool? Stand on a stool at the stove? Or is it? Yo. That's if he got to stand. That's if he got to do the same. <laughs> You know he do. I'm taller than you right now. I don't look at my that. chin. Look, 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 look. <laughs> you know how I do. There you yeah, go. She's she taller. She's taller. She's taller. She is taller. <laughs> you know how I do it. So what did you do with your first check? When you got your first check, because you was on Section 8, what did you do when you got your first check? Where did it go? Um, my first check, I let go Section 8. <laughs> <laughs> I let go Smart. Section 8. And I got an apartment and I saved up. I saved my money. Like, I didn't go splurging or anything mm-hmm. like that. I gave my moms a couple dollars, too, of course. Mm-hmm. And that was it. What was your first check off? Was it a, a show? Was it screaming? What was it? I Advanced? was getting... It was like brown paper bags. Okay. You know, like, go hostings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think... Um, sorry to go back to Don't Play With It, but I just want to rough neck on the tongue. It's such an infamous line now. Is that what you're looking for in a man? Like, what are the things that Lola is looking for? Because now you're in a new place. I know you're not having a hard time finding somebody to come. Then ask her the same question, right? Then ask her the same. You want a roughneck on the tongue? I got more qualifications. A roughneck on the tongue. Do good at. Oh, (laughs) I can tell you. Or just. (laughs) What does that mean? What? What? Roughneck on the tongue. Oral. What? What's what you underlining and what were you circling? Okay. <laughs> but it sounds like you giving though. <laughs> I want a rough neck <laughs> on the tongue, like. Like with his. That's not. Yo, how, you that's know not what? You know what? You know what? <laughs> that's that's not how I'm gonna break the ice today. Okay. And I know a lot of people, but you're definitely right. That's that. That was the first idea of it. Duh. What, what was it? A lot of people don't know that, but. This yeah. word on the tongue means on your tongue. Yeah. So I'm like, wait, I'm confused. Oh my god! Now you confused? I just want a rough neck on a tongue. I always thought this whole time that he just wanted semi automatic with a drum. Ask me if I'm finished. Not that whole line was about foreplay. Oh yeah. Ask me if I'm finished. Nah, bitch, I just begun. I ain't giving out no ninety to no just for fun. Are you dumb? But that's a whole foreplay line. Him giving her. I just her giving on the tongue. But honestly, it goes for both. But the first thought of it was, yeah, but it goes for both. 
It's foreplay the whole time. Close, Close your mouth. Close your mouth. The first bars right now. The first four bars is foreplay. I knew it was foreplay. I just I I looked at it as receiving. But it's a back and forth though. No, ask it's me. All you give I just want a rough neck on, on the tongue. tongue. He just want to send me automatic with a drum. Ask me if I'm finished. Nah, we just with gun. I ain't giving out no 90s and no <laughs> just for fun. Are you dumb? Like, we ain't here for no reason. Got it. <laughs> got it. You got yeah. it now? You got it You should have did the genius little breakdown. Like, I no, but I, I tried to keep it, but you know that I tried to keep it PG, you know? So, nah. yeah. Well, you did a good job of that. Can you tell us what are you looking for as a man? What is Lola looking for? Is it just that? Um, uh, Reinsurance. Uh, I want to feel protected even if he's not around. I want a gentleman and, of course, a gangster for sure. But a former <laughs> gangster. A former... A reformed gangster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Understood. Well, salute. <laughs> salute, <laughs> salute to your team. 80 and them because yes. they, they work hard. So salute to everybody over there. And salute to you, Lola Book. And salute to Lola. I really want that to be Lola the new Book. name. Lola I like that. <laughs> it is just the beginning. That's just the beauty the of it. That's right. Yes, it's just the beginning. I'm just grateful to be here. There you go. What did your mom say now? My mom's so excited. She's, oh my God. I feel like Ma, okay, is not that serious. She be like, girls, you crazy? You is a celebrity. You is so, you is a star. You're talented. And I be like, oh man, come on, Ma. But she was, she was, my mom's was down from the start. Like, she's the reason I resigned from my job. Wow. She's the reason I got the job. No, 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 no. See, that oh. That was my first job. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the last job that I had before I pursued this rap career was um, residential aid at, the, at a shelter. Oh, wow, wow, and my wow. mom was a supervisor. Well, I'm a shelter baby. So mm-hmm. we, she worked her positions in the shelter. I ended up being old um, old enough to work in the shelter. She got me a job there. And I remember coming from coming home from studio. I would come home from studio like 6 in the morning. And I had to be to work at 8. So I get in 6. I get ready, get shower and dress, no sleep, leave out 7, get there for 8. I had to take a bus to two trains. Job was in Queens. Mm. And she would just... I, I, I could tell like she felt, she felt for me. She like, listen... I don't know. If you feel like you want to resign from the job, you can. Like, you got my full support. And that's all I needed to hear because I'm like, listen, my moms don't play. She got me this job. And who am I to say I don't want it no more because I want to pursue something else? Mm-hmm. Wow. But she was the reason why I resigned. But I ain't burned that bridge. I resigned from my job. I didn't quit. Mm. I resigned. But also, too, that gives you real purpose and intention. Because like you said, you was a shelter, baby. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you, you know what those kids are lacking and what they need. Now you got the resources. You can go back and provide. And go back and provide. Oh, yes. That's my plan for sure. Well, Dennis's daughter is out right now. Make sure y'all go get it. And we appreciate you for joining us, Lola. Big Thank Lola. Yes. Uh, 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 uh. It's Lola Brooke. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. All right, Charlemagne, you got a positive note? Yes, the positive note is simply this, man. I said it once during Donkey today. I want to repeat it. When you choose an action, you choose the consequences of that action. When you desire a consequence, you had damn well better take the action that would create it, okay? We all make choices, but in the end, our choices make us. We are free to choose our paths, but we can't choose the consequences that come with them. Breakfast Club, bitches! Are y'all finished or y'all done?
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next-day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.